everyone, and welcome back to another episode of We Talk Extensively. I'm Jill. And I'm Maddie. Let's break down our hot takes on this week's sports and pop culture news. Hi, Maddie. Hi, Jill. How are you? I'm okay. How's uh how's living the isolation life? <sighs> it's been rough. And you're depressing. not in you're not in Calgary. <laughs> I know. Like the day before I was supposed to fly out. So it was so I, I mean like so weird. I went Tuesday morning and got my COVID test, my PCR test, and like every time I go to take one of those, I get so nervous. Like I know, it's like gonna it's going to tell you something and you're like, oh my God, I've been spreading this around for weeks. <laughs> right, exactly. So I go and get that, but it was like, they only guaranteed your results within 48 hours. So then I had friends, like two friends come over on Tuesday and like, there are people that I see all the time. So thought nothing of it. And then on Wednesday morning, I get my results back and it's negative. And so I messaged the group because one of the other girls who was in the group was supposed to go to Vancouver this weekend, like for her sister's gender reveal. Oh, that's a bummer. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, Hey, heads up. Like I, my, my test came back negative and she's like, Oh, well, rough timing. Like I just took a rapid test cause she was going to get her PCR test done later that day. And she's like, and it came back positive. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. You're like, I kind of wish you hadn't told me this news. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just lived in bliss. Yeah. Gone and saw Gio's return. <laughs> I mean, if it makes you feel any better, it was like the most boring game I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> so like you really didn't miss anything very exciting, but. Yeah, I did watch it. I mean, on, on the TV and they did show the tribute, which I. I didn't know if that was going to happen because when Jerome McGinley came back to the Dome, it was like in the middle of a period where they did the tribute to him. So obviously it would have been a commercial break. And this, they just like did it at the start. It was very weird because like, obviously they didn't tell us ahead of time, but we were in the like beer line and they're like, make sure you're in your seats for a very special video presentation at the start of the game. And I was like, the start of the game, like (laughs) that's weird. And like, I kind of maybe get it because like, probably every arena Seattle goes to, they have to do like a tribute to the player that came from that team. Yeah. So like maybe it's a bit disruptive to do an in game kind of thing, but. But like Geo's tribute has to be bigger than like right? 80% of that team. Okay. Like, <laughs> like I would say any person on that yeah. team, like, you know, even if I look at some of the other like stars in heavy quotations, like, <laughs> like they didn't really play for the teams they were on that long. Right. Like you look at like an Eberle or something like that. Like he, you know, he was in Edmonton for a bit, but then he was like, then um, he bounced around. So yeah, like, like, so it's, it's like, you know, okay, a short tribute, but like Gio was here for 15 years. He was the captain. Right. I felt that the tribute could have been, it could have been more, yeah. but, but he, it's possible. He like, you know, was like, we already did this um, <laughs> in preseason. <laughs> so like maybe tone it down, but yeah, I don't know. It was weird. And then it was just, yeah, not a, not a great game. I did see that he uh, had a little late hit on backs there, and then Chucky got all up in his face. Yeah, there was at a the little end of the game. 
little fireworks there. So, I mean, classic there, but yeah, I don't know. It was, I mean, it was nice. He got like a, you know, standing ovation and some chant, uh, chanting his name and everything like that. And he looked kind of emotional in the, in the videos and everything, but yeah, he didn't, uh, he didn't like score on us. We didn't like embarrass him. So I guess like all around, like best possible scenario for his return. Right. right. We still won, but it yeah. was like a respectable win. Yeah. So flames have won nine in a row now. They're, I mean, they're, uh, I assume tomorrow will be the streak ender just cause of like, yeah. Law it's like averages. a midday yeah. game. Like, you know, we're not pay- playing at our regular time. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, so the only like good thing about not coming back this past weekend is like, I only have, so I can only be in the, in Canada for like nine, a 90 day period in like a 12 month rolling. Right. So with that trip, like there's five days that I was going to be there that now don't exist. So like, hello, playoffs. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) And like Air Canada slash United just like added back their direct flight. Oh. So I'm like done. I can like fly in well I do have to say to your friend who tested positive like now I can't go to the game on Monday because I gave up my tickets and you're not here so I know think about how this infected me like I were they hanging out with like Justin Bieber and that's how they got COVID like information maybe she's tight with the queen maybe like could she please clarify who she contracted (laughs) I assume it was one of those two people because I mean, Justin's had to cancel now. Like, he just started his world tour. Tour. And he, after one show, he had to cancel some, I think Vegas was next. Yeah. And, I mean, he was very much maskless at the Super Bowl. So, like, I wonder how he got COVID. (laughs) 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 He just took it off to, like, perform his, like, tribute to Eminem rapping. But I'm pretty sure it was off most of the game. we were all maskless for that tribute to (laughs) <laughs> the only acceptable reason to be maskless <laughs> i mean the queen got it from charles who's like oh. obviously actively trying to get to rid of her, her. <laughs> i mean at least we know she's still alive that's true that's true <laughs> and but. she only has mild symptoms so like you know what if the queen can make it through like i can make it I mean, I'm sure the queen is like vaccinated. Like, and she probably has had like the fourth booster and like some pretty good doctors on her side, I guess. So hopefully she pulls through just to be like, see a Charles. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> um, well, I was gonna say something about Justin at the Super Bowl, and now I forget. Clearly, was not important, but must have been a lie. <laughs> That's my, that's my grandpa always used to say if you forgot what you were going to say. <laughs> I, maybe it was because I probably heard about it from the tabloids. <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> um, I feel like like obviously we need to heavily focus on the Kanye updates here again. I and mean, there really wasn't a ton of other things that happened in pop culture other than like no. Kelly Clarkson deciding that she's not going by Kelly Clarkson anymore. Which I don't understand. Like, did she have some big falling out with her fan? Because it's not, like, Clarkson isn't her ex-husband's name. No, like, she didn't take that name. Blackwood or whatever it was. Yeah. But, like, why why all of a sudden that we're not into it? I don't know. And, like, 
she's she's changing it to Kelly Brienne, which is her middle name. And so like, fine. But that like, to me screams like tw- 27 <laughs> to 37 year old girl on Instagram who's like going to sell you like... Has an rob- OnlyFans, like... I was going the other direction. I was going to say like, <laughs> it's like selling you like Rodan and Fields or like Tupperware, like some other MLM scheme. True, true. It's you go. like, hey girl, like... I started this. Yeah. Do you um, want to be your own boss? Like that's what I'm getting. <laughs> Kelly, these are the vibes you're giving off here. And like, it's very weird to me. It's very weird. I just and think like, like all I think about when I think of Kelly Clarkson is like that scene from 40 year old virgin where Steve Carell like is getting his chest <laughs> wax and he like screams it out. And so, like, are people to go- twenty years from now not going to understand that reference anymore? They're going to have to like re-edit that scene with him yelling like Kelly Brienne. Like, it's just not, not doesn't have the same same impact. Also, I'm pretty sure we've discussed this before, but like, I did not know that people could just go change their name to whatever they wanted. Like, I thought you had to have a valid reason for why you were changing your name. But like you can well, do whatever. It depends if you're doing it legally or if you're just yeah. doing it like your stage name. Like I don't haven't heard I anything about her legal. doing it. Oh, okay. I don't I mean Maybe I haven't not. looked into it that deeply, but like <laughs> I um, didn't either because I was like, I hate this for you. <laughs> yeah. Like I would have preferred it if she had just been like, I'm just gonna go by Kelly. Like I think it's the Bram part that's bugging me so yeah. much. And not even that name, like I have a cousin named Brad. I don't even hate the name. I just hate that she wants to use it. Like, I think it's so stupid. <laughs> it, yeah, it's not great. Oh. I don't know. But, uh, um, but yeah, maybe you wanted to tell us a little bit about your deep dive into Julia Fox's new Twitter, <laughs> or not look, Twitter, TikTok all, fame. All I care about is I probably spent a lot of hours, and I don't want to admit it, how many listening to her saying uncut jams uncut jams <laughs> and she's talking like a normal person and, and just for those I mean she was Josh Safdie's muse so give her a break okay but the best part is so of course this happens on call her daddy like it just wouldn't happen anywhere else but she's like so like people are saying you're Kanye's muse and she's like uh, yeah, well, like, I guess. So then, imp- important, then- important clarification is that after Kanye's viral tweets that happened on just before Super Bowl Sunday, obviously, they ended up coming out that they've broken up. And yes, know, Julia is going on her own publicity tour to like reassure people that don't worry, she is not heartbroken by this. Right. Um, she didn't love Kanye. Like she, it, she wasn't in love with Kanye. She loves Kanye, and so one of her her press tours was on Call Her Daddy, and yeah. and the host Alex Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. yeah, I was like, nailed I was, it. I was gonna. I was like, I was thinking. I was like, that sounds wrong. And then I was like, no, that's Alice Cooper. <laughs> I was like, whole, whole different vibe here. <laughs> Right. No, Alex Cooper. Alex Cooper asked Julia Fox if she was Kanye's muse, and she says... Yes, which that is a lie, because, like, Kim is Kanye's muse, and he's made it very clear through songs... His his pleas to get back with her. Like, his, his Valentine's Day gift of like a truck full of roses that like 
was it just me or did they look like he'd literally like pulled up a flower bed? Like did they looked like they still had like the roots and dirt attached to them. Also, like, I just don't understand at this point how a car delivery of roses from Kanye is getting into what I assume Kim Kardashian's, like, extremely secure compound. Well, he bought the house next door, remember? Oh. So, like, he didn't have to get into the neighborhood, which I assume is also gated. He has the ability to do that. And so the picture of it did look like it was outside her gates to her house. Like, he was... But I need to know, I'm like, did he drive the truck there or did it's like a delivery person? And then Sweet Sweet Pete is just out there sending flowers to Chloe for Valentine's Day. Like like legitimate flowers, not ones that he's found on the side of the road. A nice bouquet. But regardless of all of this, you're clearly not Kanye's muse. Like he liked to dress you like you were his Barbie doll, but you're I mean, not his muse. But he only had, like, three outfits for her. Like, she had the, like, basically <laughs> Kim's knockoff, like, black outfit. And then the double denim look. And, yeah. like, that's really all all that was available. So. so then Alex Cooper goes on to ask, well, like, what exactly is a muse? And her response is, well, like, I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Jams. And it's like... <laughs> That doesn't explain what a muse is. Not like, even the slightest answer to the question. Like, also, so I did not know this, that Uncut Gems starred Adam Sandler. <laughs> and I just feel that, like, there is no movie in the world that starred Adam Sandler that required a muse to create it. I, <laughs> I only briefly begun watching Uncut Gems. <laughs> Like, it was so bad, so I think we turned it off. But I feel like I need to go back and watch it now to see, like, what role she was interpreted by. I mean, the publicity that this movie has gotten, like, (laughs) shout out. She should be the next publicist for all future Joss Sapti movies. And, like, Boy With No Job did, like, a TikTok of it. And he actually does the voice, like, very well. I was super impressed. He was the best of all of the TikToks that I saw. Well, I mean, there was quite a few people who were making it, like, um, Shay Mitchell and Cara Delevingne, yeah. <laughs> Wells Adams. Like, I've seen quite a few of them that were were making fun of it. So, oh, Just, like, um, thank you for that. That is what I needed from this Kanye disaster. <laughs> So, so obviously since Super Bowl, they've broken up and, and Kanye like has continued his Instagram posting. And one of the more recent developments is that he is not going to be releasing Donda 2 on streaming platforms like Spotify or Apple Music. Um, what he has done instead is like basically connected with this product called uh, st- stems, I believe. Stems, yeah, something, something very weird. I think it's. And so, like my, I mean, I need to do more research into it, but I feel like it's basically the equivalent of like getting like an Alexa or something <laughs> like that that's like, pre-downloaded with music Alexa, on it. Play Donda too. Yes, exactly, because like that, it looks like one of those like things, and it's the so- only thing it's going to be allowed to play because I've never heard of anything else being on stems well and that's the thing like he he has posted this stuff that like it the stems product itself 
launched in August of 2021. Wow. And <laughs> great launch. Okay. And then and then it sold like almost 10 million dollars in sales since that time, but about two of those two and a quarter of those millions have been attributed to mm-hmm. after Kanye posted about it. Okay, so they sold like seven and a half million. Prior. Yeah, and he's saying that, like that it would have taken them five hundred million streams to um, get the same number of revenue from like a Spotify or an Apple or something like that in selling this device. And so it's like, like you know, I I appreciate your creative ways to like trying to sell money, like to make money out of your music because like we know that streaming services don't really fairly compensate artists but it's just like just another level of ridiculousness like if he hadn't gone through all of this stuff of like you know the the pete stuff and the um you know he's mad at this person and that person like it probably would have had more legitimacy to it and now it just looks like a joke i mean like, no, is anyone gonna listen to donda two? i didn't even I mean, listen, listen to, to donda, donda one, one. <laughs> But my favorite recent post is Kanye um, sharing a, a picture of all of the people he has beefs with, um, which is like, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a full slides worth. And it includes like Taylor, Kim Kardashian, um, Jay-Z is on there and Beyonce. So like, I guess that I thought that was oh, fixed. No. I guess they're back into okay. Back in the trouble zone. Noted. Obviously Pete Davidson, which like, okay, clearly um, Billy Eilish. Drake is on this list, which I thought they were good back. Okay. But some of my favorite ones are um, Peppa Pig. Wait, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry. Jim, Jimmy Kimmel. Like, I don't know what Jimmy did to you. The American Music Awards, okay, that's the one where he um, took the mic from Taylor. Yeah. Evil, evil Knievel. I don't possibly understand how you could have a beef with Evil Knievel. Um, he he adds uh, Black History Month he has a problem wait, with. Wait, um, wait, wait, what? Like, uh, it's, I mean, and then he lists Kris Jenner and Corey Gamble, which he also put some posts up about Corey allegedly being seen making out with another woman. Corey Gamble is, is Chris Jenner's um, much younger boyfriend. Um, and so, you know, talks about how like he slid in when Chris got divorced from Caitlyn Jenner and they like never really knew anything about his family. And he had like Corey Gamble, like kicked out of his daughter's birthday party. Like, it's just... Kanye, like, you weren't even allowed to go to your daughter's birthday party. Right? Like, it's just one level of outrageousness after another. And I did appreciate his post earlier this week where he was like, someone has informed me that when I use all caps, it comes across <laughs> as if <laughs> yelling. It's like, wow. I have to say... I have to say that I think my like number one favorite thing about Kanye posting on Instagram is that he will tag people in the posts, but he like does not do his research enough to determine if he is tagging the correct person. So like if he tags, like he had a recent one where he was like going off about Perez Hilton, who's like a gossip blogger kind of thing. He basically like started gossip blogging. Exactly. And like, he's had his ups and downs. Like he's been, you know, pretty accused of um, like bullying and like a bit too much. And like, he's publicly apologized in some situations, but still, you know, not really like 
everyone's still on board with him yet, but like he doesn't tag the correct Perez Hilton. He <laughs> tags like, some random person who like has like 27 followers and like, and he did that with like last week's post with the, um, the Disney guy, Bobby Bear, like, and like he, he hasn't, fit, like, this wasn't a one-off thing. Like this is every single time he does it. And right. it just like, I'm living to like accidentally be tagged in a Kanye no, post at I'm some here. point in time. I'm here and ready. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know what I will do with it when it happens, but I am like just amped for when it does. So it's only a matter of time. Matter of time. I think, I mean, he just, it's, he has this many feuds at some point in time. One of them's got to be named Jill and like, you know, accidentally I, yeah. tag me in a post. So. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Like, he he needs to just go back on the meds. There's no <laughs> oh, don't shame say in that. there's don't no say shame that. in the med game. Per uh, SNL, he, he does not like that video clip. He has posted about it many times. So. <laughs> Honestly, it, I forget what when it was recorded, but it has come full circle. Truly. <laughs> Like, SNL couldn't have played that any better. I saw one video uh, clip or something like that, and it had, like, you know that picture from the birthday party that it's, like, it's, like, Kanye and Pete Davidson and Kid Cudi and Timothy Chalamet, and there was X's over Kid Cudi and Pete Davidson, and it was, like, watch out, Chalamet, you're next. Seriously. Yeah. So. He's gonna, he's gonna be cut, like, just for being in that picture. Probably. So, I don't know what's gonna happen there, but he better watch his back. Oh man, 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 man! Yeah, should we um, recap some of the Olympic drama that's been going on? Yeah, we had a rev- resolution, one that I don't agree with. In I mean, the like the skating worst re- resolution of all time. Yeah. So after, I mean, we discussed it last week. The 15 year old Russian prodigy tested positive prior to the games for like this banned substance. In my Camilla opinion, yeah, should not even have been allowed to compete at the games. Like, it just shouldn't even have gotten this far. But obviously goes and competes in the games. Russia wins the gold in the team event in part due to her. She has like a historic free skate where she becomes the first female to like land a quad jump. Then all this news comes out. And there's, like, an investigation slash, like, mini trial. But they can't – she technically can't be the one responsible because she's too young. Yeah. But she testifies. Her coaches testify. The the resolution ultimately is, like, she's allowed to continue to compete – but if she wins a medal, they won't hold a medal ceremony, which, which I is like, don't understand because you still got two other people that need to be on that podium. So you're saying the medal is tainted if she wins any medal. Like yeah. they're not having a medal for the, or they didn't have a medal for the team event basically because of this ruling. Which the US has like st- filed an appeal that they were like, we want to receive our medals in Beijing. And they like, as they should. Yeah. But yes, they basically said that like she can compete and like, she could still win gold. Yeah. We just won't have a ceremony if she does. So she was in first after the short program by, I think, like, two points. And then it was the other two Russian skaters, like, second and third. 
she ends up I know I didn't watch the free skate but she ends up she fell twice yeah having not a great free skate Mm -hmm. falls twice and comes fourth so it goes Russia Russia and I believe South Korea came to Japan or Japan third so I mean she doesn't get a medal that's fine. They can have the medal ceremony. Honestly, not convinced the other two Russian athletes aren't doping. So, like, congrats to Japan. Like, Okay, so what also happened, though, is off the ice is absolutely wild. Because, so, Valieva and the other two Russians, they all actually skate under the same coach. Um, it's Harry Tubitseri or something. I don't know how to pronounce it. Not Russian. Not my best skill. Um <laughs> Wait, you're not taking Duolingo lessons? <laughs> I started it yet. I sh- really should. But, I mean, who knows what's going to happen over the next few days here with Russia. So maybe I should start the Duolingo yeah. for it. But but they all skate under this coach. And there's, like, quite a lot of discussion about how yeah. this coach behaves. And one thing is, like, she very much, like, pits the girls against each other by, like, noticeably having a favorite. And so this is... This one, Camilla, um, is the, you know, the favorite. And so she falls in her skate twice. She comes off and her coach just berates her. And she's like, why did you stop fighting? Explain it to me. You let it go. Why? Like, she's yelling at her. And like, this is all like being filmed, right? Like, this isn't like it's like happening behind the scenes. So... So she leaves the like kiss and cry area after this. And she passes the girl who comes in silver, Alexandra um, or Sasha, they call her, um, Trusova, who is like having a like full out temper tantrum. And someone like goes to like give her a hug to like support her. And she like loses it. And she's like starts yelling about how she like hates figure skating. She doesn't have a gold medal and everyone else has one. And so her, her routine like was very, very technically difficult. And so like the theory that this, the Tari, the coach was that like the, the routine itself was so difficult that it should have won gold on like the merit of the the technical of the difficulties. And so like it ended up obviously not because she wasn't like, you know, the, the grace embodied that like a typical skater Which is like, okay, figure skating is marked on technical ability, but also there's like a a huge chunk that's presentation and it's basically like 50, 50. So like, you know that going in. (laughs) So she's like losing it at her coach that like, basically was like, everyone has a gold medal. You told me this would be enough. And she's like, really like angry. And like, she had to like, be like convinced to come back onto the ice to even like, take the medal podium. So that's like two out of the three skaters. The third <laughs> one, first. the third one who comes in first, and I'm like not even going to pretend to be able to pronounce her name. It's like Sher- Sherbakova, I think, comes in first. She is literally sitting in the like kiss and cry area by herself holding a teddy bear. She looks like a small child. She's like so, it was like, like just the most heartbreaking moment of watching this girl like, her entire life's work, like something that, yeah. you know, should be such a moment for her. And she's like sitting all alone. And it's because like, you know, one of her team members is off having like a meltdown. The other one is like being screamed at and yelled at by like the coach who's also her coach. And like, she's yeah. just like, she's just like crying and she's just won the gold. And like, you know, they have this medal ceremony and like the poor things, they just look like shells <laughs> of humans, basically the way that they've been coached. And I'm sure and just, we won't see 
any of them compete at another Olympics? Like no, like the like the second place girl Sasha like was basically yelling that she wasn't going to continue skating. Like she hates it. She doesn't want anything to do with with it. But like you know, like it's technically so strong and like, but like put all of her faith in this coach the same way the belly of it did with like, you know, taking this medication that like she obviously she clearly shouldn't have and was like, you know, trusted in this coach to do it. Yeah. Um, so they, I mean, this coach obviously needs to be investigated. Doubtful that it will happen, but yeah. like <clears throat> she should be investigated. And I don't know if like the, I, I don't even think that's something the IOC could do, but like, And obviously Russia figure skating isn't going to do it because like she's handing them medals on a platform. Yeah, exactly. That and that's the issue is like she's getting totally a pass on this because like they have historically like even the fact that this girl didn't win gold that was expected to, it's not like they still didn't end up with two of the medals. Like the only thing they probably would thought they were gonna get was like sweep the podium. So But um, a lot of the American figure skaters that are like broadcasting at the games or coaches at the games have like spoken out against this and they're like you as an athlete like need to know what you're putting in your body and like yeah. at some point I get you're 15 but I mean well, I mean Tara Lipinski won the gold medal when she was like 15. 14 or 15 yeah. and like so I actually thought it was kind of interesting listening because like Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir do a lot of the commentary for NBC yeah. and they like their brand is like kind of being snarky right like they're yeah. They're sarcastic. They make little get like you know comments and things like that. And so they were quite you know continuing with that same style during this whole like breakdown and everything. And then like I can't remember what the other commentator is that does the skating with them, but he's been like for forever the com like the commentator for like five Olympics basically. And he kind of spoke up against them and was like, regardless of like your opinions on that, like this is a child who is having a full out emotional breakdown the way she's been treated. Like, can we just stop and like recognize the like emotional impact on them? And like, it kind of shut both Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir up of like, okay, yeah, like there is a human behind this. this So I didn't watch them talking like commentating during the event, but they mm-hmm. had like some sit down interview, which perhaps was after and seemed yeah. like they seemed better. Yeah. But also like uh, Adam Rapon was there. He's, he was coaching one of the U S females and he, his was like, obviously a lot more like he's not snarky. Right. So yeah. his was very much like, this is a child, but also yeah. like you're ruining the integrity of the sport by letting this person compete and like this is so devastating that you would do this and yeah I don't know like figure skating's definitely been tainted by a lot of things in the past like judge and that's delusion a, and, that's and thing, like, this isn't like this isn't even a wild like oh my god I can't believe figure skating's been hit with a right. scandal because like, they're scandalized every single Olympics yeah. Like, yeah back to you know the Jamie Soleil David Pelche situation I'm still so like upset about it I watched right? the Netflix documentary on it and I was like I can't believe they made them share the medal with the Russians. Like, and I mean, that was 20 years ago and we still haven't seen any sort of like no. leap forward in like the integrity yeah. of this sport. And so, you know, not to be outdone, the U S also had some dramatic moments. The U S figure skating <laughs> team is being sued because they used music by popular band, heavy young heathens. Never have I ever heard of this band. <laughs> Well, they apparently feel that the use of their song at the Olympics really is impacting them uh, making a profit. So how could it 
impact. I'm just trying to understand how this could impact you in a negative light. Like, I don't know. It's at all. An international stage. Your song is, I was it used by the pairs team. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But they're suing like the U S figure skating team. They're suing, uh, NBC. And like, this isn't the first time that they've done this either. I guess they've like, Like, how are they suing NBC? Like they were just broadcasting the event. Like what? I know. (laughs) I, um, I, I watched the only female skater that I watched was Mariah Bell and she, her, her long program was to Hallelujah, which is like one of my favorite mm, yes. songs ever. Ugh, yeah. Who, like, which, which version though? Like so who sung beautiful. it? No, it wasn't the original. I'd have to look it up. But I just need to point out that Heavy Young Heatens has 132,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, which is like the equivalent of no one is listening to you. <laughs> so. Uh, and also, like, a 100,000 of those have only been since the Olympics. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> um, in some more exciting uh, news, though, um, Canada won gold in the women's hockey game. I know. Um, a pretty thrilling breaker. They actually, Canada actually finished second, all it, or they tied their, their second place finish in medals. Um, they I know. Finished and we got 26. one more medal than the States, which I, I like, know, really enjoy. Which is probably not the, this is probably one of the State's lowest medals yeah. performances, yeah. I would imagine, especially like for golds. Well, they generally would have um, more than that. So what's her name? Also, it was the Katie Lang cover. Of oh, okay. Not my favorite version. Oh. I like Jeff Buckley's as the, is my favorite. But. Um, Chiffron, Chiffron, and I can't think of her first name, but she's a, a like, alpine skier. Please, uh, sorry, there's just, you know, some. Uh, last night, there was a fire truck, an ambulance, and two police cars outside my building. <laughs> and obviously, like, the dog had to go to the bathroom, like, while they were coming down. And I was like, oh, I don't want to look like that person who's looking like what's going on, but, like, she's outside. <laughs> So someone comes down on a stretcher, but there was like at least five police officers that came down and I was like, what happened? Like, I've never seen police arrive like with a medical for like a medical emergency. So I was like, this is Oh, concerning. they do all the time here. Oh, really? I was like, this yeah. is concerning. Because sometimes like, they can get there before like the ambulance can, yeah. right? But. I mean, normally. Anyway, so side note. Sorry. But- Sorry. Oh, Michaela Schifrin. I think she's an alpine skier. She does those events that I don't understand the difference between, like, the Super G, the slalom, the (laughs) giant slalom, the downhill. Um, So she, I think she won, like, four of the five events or, like, medaled in four of the five in Pyeongchang. And she didn't medal on a single one. Yeah. In Beijing, like, she, she skied out which i guess is their term for like falling or well it's when they can't complete a yeah Yeah, they can't complete a trick and they just skied down but like she did that in in two or three of them um and then the other two you know just finished not not on the podium but there was a lot of medals lost on her from her and I have to imagine that there was like certain you know sports that were really impacted by covid and what kind of training could happen and like some countries you know obviously had different restrictions and limitations and everything and so you know they also said that those tracks were bad 
well, not bad, well, but like very dangerous. And if you look at the results, like tons of people did not finish. And I assume like if you're going to the Olympics, you're no, that's you pretty common. Finish, there know. certainly was like bad weather situations, yeah. like the men's like 50 kilometer cross country skiing had to be shortened to 30 kilometers. Um, one contestant, God for those people's legs. One contestant. Um, contestant one athlete uh ended up with, <laughs> with a frozen penis because of the weather was so cold i'm sorry when you sent that to me i had so many questions like one how did he figure this out two okay. how did he defy it okay, so basically what happened is like this is like the 50 kilometer cross country is probably the hardest sport oh, in the sure. entire olympics like the amount of sure. effort and energy it's essentially a marathon on skis and so it was shortened to 30 kilometers, still a massive distance. And basically what happens is when they cross the finish line, they, they like basically full collapse and they're wearing these little like spandexy outfits. And so he collapsed at the finish line no, in his little spandex. No, oh. but his like, he was like in the snow. And so it like froze, no. I guess. Oh, no. And like, yeah. So my third question is like, I hope he didn't get frostbite. Well, I think that's what happens when you have a frozen penis. I don't really know what else we, we would mean. So it's just so I don't. I didn't love. I, didn't, I don't know how they like handled it. Like I'm not sure who the doctor just, like, or the nurse treating it was. Like because like when you have frostbite in like your hands or feet, like typically you would like rub them together or like someone with like warm hands would like rub your hands in between. No. So I just want to like really shout out to the nurses that work the Olympics, the volunteers at the stations. Like you did not sign up for this that day and you That's pulled through you this, this Finnish cross country skier. A potential um, handy. <laughs> not where you thought your day was going. Imagine going home and being like, hi honey, how was your day? A frostbitten. Like, I'm not, like, I just can't, my, my work day on Monday is just not going to be the same as this person's work day. So, (laughs) oh man. Uh, Yuck. Um, One last, like, you know, pretty breaking piece of news that we should probably report on or like re-report on, because I'm pretty sure we broke this news um, weeks ago, but um, unfortunately, there has been a, a very big breakup in the anti-vax community here, uh, as Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Wood- Woodley have officially decided to part ways. Honestly, they just seemed made for each other. She eats clay. He was not getting vaccinated. I can't imagine she's vaccinated. That's the thing. Like, they obviously are both anti-vax, but, like, for two different reasons that, like, they couldn't come together on, like... I would never have thought that there was like different reasons for anti-vax in the anti-vax community. (laughs) RIP to that relationship. We did break it like weeks ago. So credit to us. So like Green Bay might have a chance now that, that Aaron will resign there because like he's, I mean, I don't think LA was going to want him anyways, but the Rams um, and the chargers are both set. (laughs) Yeah. And, but there's like no real need for him to be in, in uh, Hollywood anymore. So, um, Good luck to the Packers, I guess. <laughs> Enjoy that toxic yes. masculinity coming back. <laughs> Hopefully his COVID toe is he- healed by now. <laughs> Honestly, like I just, I, c- I can't with him. Like he's, 
Oh, maybe he'll look start looking like less homeless now. It's possible because like he was not looking ideal. Yeah. This year. Yeah. Um, but I think that's most of our news this week. Really, no. hasn't been. I mean, there's been a couple like you know pretty big stories in it, but nothing nothing else really comes to mind of what happened here. No, so no. Yeah. Hopefully, something exciting will happen this week. Yes. Stay tuned. I guess the Paralympics start pretty soon here as well. So there should be some more opportunities for um, that poor nurse to get something else to do with her day. (laughs) Poor nurse. Poor nurse. Honestly, I would need so much therapy. (laughs) Oh, man. On that note. Good day. (laughs) Talk to you later. Bye, Jill. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. New episodes will be released Tuesday mornings. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts and subscribe. You can also follow us on Instagram at We Talk Extensively and on Twitter at Talk Extensively. See you next Tuesday.